0: Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. As a reminder, you can watch this entire show with all the visuals that go along with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. On this week's show, we will update you on what the MSG Sphere looks like. They are testing LED color panels outside. Quite exciting. Plus, Formula One has announced the date of their race in November 2023. We learned exactly when it's going to start, and it's going to be at night. Plus, a new North Las Vegas casino is about to be approved for station casinos. This is the same company that tore down two casinos not too long ago. We also learned that another casino is closing to be rethemed for the Latino community, the first in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. In other news, Caesars Palace opened their new lobby bar. $27 drinks are the norm. Sahara is launching a new loyalty program with status matching. Hopefully you can match your status from other casinos. The Strat is now an elite hotel. They join a new hotel program. I talk about landing at the secret Harry Reid International Airport tunnel. One you may not have heard about. Plus Maroon 5 is coming to one Las Vegas casino with a new residency. Aria's buffet is gone. A new food hall is here. And we're learning all about it. All of that coming up on this packed show. As a reminder, if you like us, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe. You can find us in any podcast app. Just search Miles to Memories or MTM Vegas. We also have our Miles Points Travel Podcast. You can find that at mtmpodcast.com or just search Miles to Memories in any podcast app. And again, if you like watching the show, join us on YouTube with tens of thousands of others. YouTube.com forward slash Miles to Memories. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, did you see that uh, video of circus pool, stadium swim, all the people watching the football games on a Sunday. It looked almost like calm and stoic. I mean, the pools looked pretty clear, too. The water looked really nice. Uh, were you jealous that you weren't there?
1: I don't know. It seems like they need more dudes. Like, they didn't have enough guys there. Yeah, yeah. Just a few more uh, A few more guys squished into the pool. You know, they needed some more sausages in there. <laughs> some more for their fest. Uh, no, I mean, it is one of the cooler venues to definitely watch a game like i'm not much of a pool person so i probably wouldn't do it like in the sun and all that but i like to go uh to the, the stadium swim at night when like there's like an even so like an evening game or something like sunday night football i think it'd be really cool to just hang out there and because they play music in, during timeouts and stuff and it's got like a totally different vibe than sitting in you know a sports book and stuff so i think they did it right you know there's nothing really else like that in vegas or anywhere really so It is pretty cool, but it's definitely always a sausage fest. And that water definitely had pee in it, lots of it.
0: (laughs) We have a lot to cover this week. And uh, let's start with the MSG sphere. I give people an update on it. We've seen uh, some videos, pictures. You know, the sphere is pretty much complete on the outside. That means they're going to start working on putting in new panels on the inside. And somebody captured a video of one of these panels. Now, actually, I'm not sure if this is a panel going to the screen on the inside or the outside, quite honestly, but it was bright. It had lots of colors. It got me kind of excited for what's gonna what's gonna come.
1: Do you think that was like planned? It just seemed weird that they're like, here's one panel that will just be flashing different colors. Like, let you know, check it out.
0: Well, they probably got to test them somehow, you know, make sure that they're they're working before they put them in. Um, but you know, it looked really bright considering it was daytime outside. So uh, if that is the uh, the one on the outside, it looks pretty good.
1: Okay, and then it's like a subdivision leads up to it. The panels right there, which is kind of weird. But I just feel really bad for all those people that live right there because they're they're not going to get They need to get some blackout curtains or something like that's going to be horrible at night with it just like glaring down on your house. And stuff like sometimes it'll be cool if you're hanging out in the backyard, whatever, watching it. But I'm sure when you try to sleep, you're going to be super annoyed.
0: Yeah. On one side, you have the uh, these office buildings. And then on the other side, you have that holiday and um, vacation club that our friend Ian likes to stay at the holiday and apartment building. I like to call it. Um, So that's the one I think that mostly backs up to it. And then uh, the Venetian on the other side, but you're right. It's going to, I don't think we can quite fathom how bright that thing is going to be at nighttime. So, uh, you know, big, uh, big shine through your windows. uh, If you live right there,
1: you're going to be like, I want the front rooms away, like by the strip.
0: (laughs) Uh, Can you get me away from the back of the property, please? (laughs) Now, one cool thing about the MSG sphere is that it's completely incorporated into the route of the formula one race. We've talked about the Formula One race before, but this week they finally confirmed the date, the exact date. It's going to be November 18th, Saturday, and then they say it's going to take place with a historic 10 p.m. lights out start. So I guess that means the race is starting at 10 p.m., which seems a little strange. Is this normal? And I mean, maybe you don't know, but I, is that a normal thing for Formula One to start at night? I don't feel like it is. Uh, it
1: seems dangerous. Like you're giving people all day to get you know rowdy and drunk and everything. And then you're doing this at night and if it rains a little bit, like Las Vegas will just be a flood and and slick streets (laughs) and all that stuff. So it could be really cool. Like with it all lit up at night and stuff, I could see why they want to do it. It sounds awesome. Just sounds like a a whole lot extra headaches that they're throwing in there, but hope it works out. Sounds really cool. I mean, what what was top speed was like 200 or something like that. They said,
0: yeah. So here are some of the stats they put out top speeds estimated to be over 210 miles an hour. It's 3.8 miles long uh, from start to finish. There's 17 different corners, uh, including going around that MSG Sphere. And uh, it's going to be 50 laps. So just, I guess, under 200 miles, 50 laps altogether. Uh, it's going to be really unique. There are other two other races in the U.S. There's a Miami race next year and an Austin race. Uh, but this one looks like it's going to be uh, all above uh, even the international races. Formula One marketing the heck out of this. And they said... This will be basically the uh, the event, the Formula One event of the year. So uh, they're telling everybody out there to come come to Vegas. And those tickets are going to be really, really hard to get.
1: I mean, can't people just kind of like hover around the track or is it like you're going to be all blocked? I just wonder how they're going to like, where do the tickets go to? Do you get overpass standing room only or it just seems such a weird thing to try to like. I know they'll have stands in certain spots, but I feel like a lot of people would just be, like, in the area and watching it. Or if you get a room with, like, a, a view and stuff, I don't know. It just, the logistics of it, like, boggle my mind.
0: It will be crazy. When I was in Macau a few years ago, they had all of the overpasses, like, the pedestrian areas blocked off so you couldn't see the cars. They put up plywood. Somebody later told me that that's to keep Ooh. the cars safe so people can't throw stuff onto the track. So maybe True. that's... Uh, that's why. So I imagine most of it will be controlled. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming the official tickets will be in, like, the stands and stuff like that. But there may be areas along the backside that it's easier to get to. I imagine the strip will be pretty difficult. Uh, they'll probably have stands, and the rest of it will be closed. Um, so it's going to be a big mess if you're not going to the race. Maybe that's why they're yeah, doing it at night.
1: You, if you just happen to book you know, Vegas for <laughs> yeah. that weekend, you're going to be like, what is this? This is terrible. I don't know. I guess uh, you know, people on the bridges, if they ever watch uh they'll throw pennies down so Sylvester Stallone can slide by and pick them up with his tires. Did you ever watch that that movie Driver no. or Driven something like that? Oh. Well, he's no. a Formula 1 driver and to warm up he would like throw coins on the track and then would like skid over them and pick them up with his tire and stuff. So you know, I got probably okay. like 12 people have seen it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people out in the audience that are screaming at me like why didn't you know that? All right, let's uh let's talk about some new casino slash renovated one Uh, let's start with station casinos now they basically demolished we talked about this last week two casinos in north las vegas the fiesta rancho and texas station and uh, they're gone and there's a bit of a dispute with their employees too that worked there Um, you know they're they're not happy that not all of them have been relocated station casinos is now in front of the city council of north las vegas basically saying they're going to build a new 67 acre hotel way in the north side, actually not far from the Speedway or the Air Force Base, and not too far from where Aliante Station used to be, which is now the Aliante Hotel Casino, which they lost in bankruptcy to Boyd Gaming. Um, But they're going to build a whole new casino, 600 rooms, very similar feeling to Durango in the southwest. The final vote on that's going to happen October 19th. But there are people who are fighting it, saying they want guarantees that stations will rehire the people that they fired and their other casinos that they're tearing down, but... Uh, just another uh, story about how Stations is moving forward, another new casino planned, and uh, that should get full approval. It seems like October 19th, it's going to be a, another competitor up there in the north side of town. Uh, it's a, it's another good property, and they're they're shifting away from these older, rundown properties to building newer ones. So uh, I guess that's good.
1: I know, it just still seems weird. You know, you spend all this money and knock down a place to build another place, and you know... You could have just used that. But I don't know. It's just weird. But I know the areas are completely different and all that. But, I, you know, I always find it interesting, these local casinos, that they're, you know, eight 600 rooms. That seems hard. Like, are people coming in from out outside that would stay there? Like, it just seems hard to fill root, that many rooms for, you know, North Vegas. It's not like a destination area or anything. So... Uh, do, maybe just with all the gaming, uh, the free the free room offers, they fill them up. But I don't know how they they book these out. Like, who do you think's staying there?
0: Well, Aliante has done fairly well, being like a four star hotel uh, way up there in the north, uh, where there really isn't any other hotels. There's a lot of people who live there now, so people just wanting to stay there, their family and friends, wanting more of a resort kind of thing. I feel like that's what Green Valley Ranch and Red Rock also do, but those are in more populated areas. So there may be you know a demand for for more hotel rooms out there like i said the base isn't far from there so if people want to visit at the base or they want uh, something again nicer there's there's chain hotels things like that but this is be unique except for Aliante which is down the street which is the property that they built you know 10 15 years ago uh, so it'll be interesting also the speedway is not far from there and it's right off the 215 so you can get to the speedway in 10 minutes so for you know EDC for uh, any of the events out there great location uh, for that as well
1: Maybe they should have, you know, held on to that one and let the other ones that they knocked down go into bankruptcy. And <laughs> They wouldn't have had to build anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe they should just, like, you know, the old days, put them on the back of a truck and move the casino up there to a go. new spot. <laughs> Stagecoach <laughs> Casino. Now, one company, Fifth Street Gaming, is making an old casino new again, the Lucky Club Casino, which is just off Cheyenne in the 15. Uh, not in the best area of town, um, but, you know, this is one of those older... Vegas casinos, basically like a motel out back, very, very old and sort of dingy inside. Um, It's run by Fifth Street Gaming, which is the same company that runs downtown Grand. And they announced a full redevelopment. The property closed. It'll reopen in January, uh, catering to the Latino market. So they're going to have a new cantina in there. And they're kind of redoing a lot of stuff in there, renovating all of the rooms. And they say it's the first Latino marketed casino in Las Vegas
1: found it interesting. Now, this is a good idea. I think, you know, there's nothing. I think they've said even like in the country, like nothing Latino focused, which I think is a good idea, especially with the, you know, the population in the Vegas area, California, all that stuff. So I think that's a a good idea on their aspect, their end. The cantina, when it said like, we'll have room for 40 people to eat and dance and drink. I was like, 40? A casino and there's four? Is this like one of those, uh, uh, the cold, uh, the freeze places where like they just get the big daiquiri places. Like, for...
0: it's <laughs> like, like why a... would you
1: even specify? It's only forty people.
0: There's casinos in town that are like you know it's hard to call them really casinos compared to some of the bigger ones. So they're like maybe oversized bars uh, with some machines. That's this is one of those places. So it's not huge, um, and I haven't quite honestly been in there in like twenty years. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not a huge property. But yeah, they are redoing the cantina. They're getting a new sports book. Um, Ninety fully renovated rooms. Um, so yeah, I feel like uh, they say that boom. The, the vast majority of their clients <laughs> are uh, are Hispanic, and they said forty one percent of the people who live in the neighborhood are Latino or Hispanic origin. So uh, they have a uh, you know a kind of a lot of people built in there. I think the city as a whole is about twenty eight percent. Yeah, it's good to see. Uh, it's good to see an old property getting some love. A few months, it'll be shut down and it'll reopen in January. You know, I like Downtown Grand. I like what they do there. So it'll be interesting with them spending some money to redevelop how they uh, how they make this work.
1: Yeah, Downtown Grand's a great property. I always enjoy it there. And I, I'm I'm glad to see some theming come back. I don't know. Maybe they're just saying it's going to be theming. It's going to be pretty low-key theming. But I kind of miss that with all these new hotels coming in. It's just kind of, you know, regular old casino. Like, nothing special about it. Like, Resorts World. Even Circa doesn't have a lot of theming like i guess old school vegas is the theming but it just just feels like a casino you know i kind of miss that when vegas was in its heyday i think was when they were big into theming and had these reasons to go check out all these other properties and see the unique you know details they put into it and everything so everything that's old is new again so at some point it will get back to that but i kind of miss it right now
0: speaking of theming Caesars is redoing their whole front entrance, right? And they opened their new Galleria bar, which is essentially like a lobby bar, I guess. Uh, It does have video poker. It looks really nice, though, with this big video poker bar. (laughs) And it has all the theming in the world. And did you see the menu? Yeah, $27 for just basic cocktails there. I'm sure they're very good. Uh, But what happened to the days of, like, the $15 cocktail? $27 for just your standard cocktail? That's a lobby bar. Uh, I guess. I mean... (laughs) It better I be mean, a darn good. Uh, at least has
1: video culture. I'd rather go to Resorts World's lobby bar than this one. And their drinks are nowhere near that that cost. Like Crockford's, I think, is way better looking. You know, obviously I haven't been to Caesars yet. And then even uh the Conrad, I think that lobby bar is, you know, a nicer lobby bar. So this is just strange. It looks beautiful, but it's a lobby bar. Like besides people that are you know, leaving the restaurant and kind of right there waiting for people to come from downstairs. I don't think it's going to be like, hey, let's go hang out at this bar. I've walked by it a billion times before they redid it. There's nothing special about it. And to charge $27 is nuts. Like, I think I've paid $25 for like a, a cocktail like a few times. And it's at like these super trendy, unique, tiny bars that they like make all these over-the-top cocktails with smoke and all this stuff. And like, you're in a casino. I can't imagine paying $27 at a casino bar, a lobby casino bar, you know, just for a drink. No, no thanks.
0: I remember paying 15 for the first time. It was at Cosmo maybe 10, 15 years ago, a long time ago. And, uh, you know, they sort of initiated that and thinking how crazy that was. And then, you know, as I travel, now $15 cocktails seem like they're the norm everywhere. And now I guess we're up to $27 in Vegas. The only good thing is it is Video Poker Bar, so you can get those comps, uh, but you could, you know... It, it doesn't seem I like could there's see, anything special there.
1: Yeah, if you're a video poker player, I could see this being a, a, like kind of like a hidden spot that people go because they have unique cocktails. So for that, it, you know, if it's not too hard to get them comped, like you don't have to play crazy, I think that will be the play here. But anybody just walking in off the street is going to be like, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I agree. Uh, Sahara is making news with the launch of their new Infinity Rewards program Sahara is also owned by the same owners as Grand Sierra and Reno. So they're sharing that program. There's not a lot of information other than on October 1st, the changeover is going to happen. And then it's saying you can earn points up to six times faster. I tried to dig into it and it wasn't clear. They have information, but it seems like it's information for the old program. But the one good thing to watch out for for everybody out there is they do say that they're going to have a status match program. So you hopefully will be able to match your competing status from you know, Caesars, MGM, any of the other Vegas programs, and to get the benefits at uh, Sahara, which, you know, front of the line, hopefully some comps, some other stuff. So we'll keep you guys up to date on how that's working. But uh, Sahara getting a brand new loyalty program, or at least you can earn up to six times faster, according to them. We'll see if that's actually true.
1: Yeah. And that property looks really cool. You know, I've been wanting to check it out since they've, they've redone it. It all looks really well done. And it looks like a place that wouldn't be too crazy if you want to be on the strip, but not like in the in the nutsiness of the strip, uh, you know, because it's it's kind of like forgot about. And I think that's why it's changed names and hands so many times. Uh, But yeah, I I think if they're bringing in a new rewards program that could maybe potentially get some locals because it's strip, but not really strip. Maybe they're willing to come in if the uh, gaming is right and and get some staycations there. I mean, they redid the pool area that looks really nice and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, I hope they they do well. It's not a closed.
0: Open, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> it's still hanging in there. There so, were uh, rumors, but it's there not were, close. Uh, yeah, there were, <laughs> we're not going to talk about those rumors. There was a lawsuit or a, something like that. No, you're not quite a lawsuit, but there was a threat. Yeah, rumors, <laughs> threat. There you go, threat of a lawsuit. Not towards us, not towards us. All right, so uh there's all these different like hotel programs that people haven't ever heard of, and the World Hotels Collection is one of them, and basically it's a way for independent property owners to band together and have like a central loyalty program and kind of help market for each other, stuff like that. It's been around 50 years, although you don't hear about it too much. And they have different collections of properties that are members, like they have a luxury collection, and then they have what they call World Hotels Elite. And that's described as a carefully selected portfolio of stylish properties with a local flair and first-class service for a memorable experience in some of the world's finest locations and now strat is part of uh, of that luxury collection if every one of these strip hotels is partnering off with somebody this is where strat lands along with the peppermill in reno you know i guess it's good to have this i don't know how sort of edgy and elite strat is but they did just finish that major renovation
1: yeah i don't i don't know much about the program like when i saw that i was like i don't i don't know what this is what <laughs> so i don't know that it really will help them in a, in a meaning, meaningful way but Hopefully it does something for them. I think they could have paired up with somebody somebody else, like a different program, and, and probably gotten more eyes there, like Choices Program or something like that. Like, I think they could have. They lost
0: out to Circus Circus, though. Circus Circus got the choice first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the Strat would have definitely been, If it, just imagine if they got the Strat instead of Circus Circus. One of the finest establishment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh, I could have, I would have loved to see the press release from Choice Hotels about having Strat as part of their program, but uh, we we only got circus, circus. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's needed for for these hotels to sort of stand out. Hopefully it drives new customers coming to them and it lets them show off. They're very beautiful casino. I know that they have rooms that are are also renovated. They didn't renovate all their rooms, but they did renovate a certain set to be up to a higher standard. So overall, probably a good experience there. All right, Mark, I am back home. I'm still working on getting my studio all uh, redone here, but uh, I landed at Harry Reid International Airport. And believe it or not, I have only landed there internationally twice. I took a, a flight from London a few years ago. This time, because Las Vegas doesn't have a ton of international flights, or at least, uh, you know, they have Mexico, Canada, stuff like that. That's the vast majority of stuff. But we do have England and some other things. And so a few years ago, they built this brand. So in 2008, 2009, they built Terminal 3, which you know and you love and all that stuff. And that was where the main international gates were. But then they realized they were out sort of growing that. So uh, in 2017, they built a tunnel underneath the runway and uh, connected some of the D-Gates to the International Terminal. And being the nerd that I have always been, I've been dying to do this since 2017. So when I found out I was flying back from Cabo, landing in the D-Gates, and I got a walk at the tunnel under the uh, tarmac, I was super excited. And I filmed it so I could show everybody out there. I know you're on the edge of your seat to know exactly what, what this pedestrian tunnel under there's, Las Vegas Airport looks like. There's no... If there's not Teslas in a tunnel, it's not even a tunnel. Exactly. This is way bigger than the Tesla tunnel. It cost fifty one million dollars to do it, and basically and they did it cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no. They should have Teslas. Just moving walkways down there. A lot of cool like history, like pictures of the past, the old casinos, uh, stuff like that. It's almost like a thousand feet long. It's pretty long, um, and it kind of basically takes you from terminal one, the D gates underneath the Terminal 3 so you can go through immigration. And it's a good reminder that Las Vegas, if you're ever taking an international flight, one of the nicer airports to fly into because all the facilities are new and there's not a ton of international flights. So like we just, I mean, we had Global Entry. We had to do an interview for our daughter for Global Entry, which she was able to do right away. But uh, even without Global Entry, people just went right through. Um, so it's one of the nicer international facilities. I uh, I filmed a little bit of it. i got to be careful not to get... Uh, in trouble. Until I saw a sign that said, don't film, I filmed. Uh, but yeah, just a lot of people don't know this is a good party trick. Did you know that there's another tunnel under the Las Vegas airport that most people never see? And well, now everybody out there has seen it. And uh, one of my nerdy things checked off the list. Have you ever flown in? You haven't ever flown international in the Vegas, have you?
1: No, no. Um But we do have a cool light tunnel in Detroit going from, uh, you know, in McNamara Terminal, going from uh some, ga- like, I think, A gates to B and C gates or whatever. So not, not as long, but it has a light show with music. So it's kind of like Fremont street experience in an airport.
0: <laughs> Ours. They, they, now that I think about it, missed opportunity to have multicolor lights down there. So it's just a, just a, uh, a regular white light place. We don't have the party atmosphere. They should have put a liquor store, like a duty free right in the middle of the uh, tunnel along with some disco lights and let people party before they make it in the U S so missed opportunity there. Uh, but good to be back home. And uh, speaking of home, Maroon 5 is going to start calling Park MGM home. We like to talk residencies on this show. I think they announced 16 different shows between March and August of next year. I mean, that's that's pretty good, 16 shows. It's going to be at the uh, famous Dolby Live Arena, that Park MGM theater, 5,200 seats. Yeah, I think I'm excited for Maroon 5 coming to Vegas in a residency. I feel like they're worth it.
1: Yeah, I think this is a big get for Park MGM. I mean, they went after Chris Angel, but he was like, I need at least 6,000 empty seats to do a show. So he had to, he had to <laughs> turn around. And they, back, they went with a backup plan of uh, Maroon 5. I know uh, Adam's been in the news. I haven't really paid attention to what exactly went down. So poor timing for that, like with all this stuff going on for him and then them announcing Uh, that the group's going to be there, so, you know, uh, I don't know, that's kind of a mess, but I think it's a big get for, you know, for Vegas, especially for Park MGM, you know, they don't really get a lot of, like, hot stuff there, I don't feel like, so, you know, this is a band that's still pretty well known, and, you know, with the voice and everything, Adam's really well known, so, and then all his uh, dirty deeds that he's been getting caught up in, you know i guess they say no no uh, bad press is good press or there is no bad press i don't i don't think that's true but
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know scene. i don't know how uh, how true that is i mean the park mgm you're right it has sort of become uh less in the news since resorts world had all these residencies that they announced and of course uh, all the news with uh adele and everything you know the coliseum so the uh, park mgm sort of didn't get the top billing. But as a reminder, this is where Lady Gaga does her residency state of the art facility. So it really is a top notch facility for them. And it's MGM's best when it comes to that sort of stuff. So like you said, it is a big get uh, for them compared to, you know, having them go to Resorts world or Caesars or wherever else uh, that they might go. So it's good to see that one last bit of MGM news, Aria's beloved buffet, which I really like. They used to have a $30 local special um, it wasn't the best buffet on the Strip, but it was always decent. And especially if you got the the local deal, um, you know, it's been closed since COVID. They announced that it's going away. We now know what's going to replace it. And uh, is this a big surprise? I don't think so. It's going to be a food hall because uh, that is the Stop word of the Vegas. moment. <laughs> They're called food courts. It's a food court. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Cosmo was the first to have a successfully branded food hall. And of course, uh, we see at Resorts World, they have their own version and there's other ones. And even in MGM Detroit, Mark, you have a food hall now. Um, there's food halls are going in everywhere. So uh, yeah, lots of different kind of things from Korean fried chicken to a Jewish deli to special locations of this place it's or like, that place.
1: <laughs> it's like when they went from calling things used cars to pre-owned vehicles. That's, that's what this is.
0: <laughs> it's all in the branding. But it's coming. I mean, that that used to be... It's a huge space where that buffet was, so there's a lot of space to put in. Uh, big bar in the center, 12 eateries. Think uh, like what you see at Cosmo. That probably is the model. Not a surprise here. Pretty good, but it's sad to see uh, that buffet go, although it's not news uh, they had announced a while ago it wasn't going to reopen. So food halls to the rescue. Which which major casino is getting a food hall next? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Oyo. <oil. laughs> Yeah, actually I didn't think about it, but I guess Italy was sort of the first at Park MGM food hall. I guess Cosmos was a little bit before that, but yeah, there's there're different flavors, different kinds. This one's going to have a little bit of everything.
1: See, Italy feels more like a food hall to me, like the, the versus the setup where all the restaurants are like in a circle on the outskirts and then they have seating in the middle, which feels like a mall food court. So Italy feels kind of like you have like these little unique restaurants kind of just clumped together. So I think that is probably the best that Vegas has done in, for this aspect. So hopefully, you know, their design is similar to that. From the pictures I looked at, it doesn't look like it's going to be like that. It looks more like food court-esque, but I don't know. You know, just call it what it is, please.
0: <laughs> more food courts on the Vegas Strip. At least this one is like off the casino floor, not like at Resorts World. I'm sure it'll be nice. It's where all the restaurants are upstairs. So it fits in pretty well there. And we'll keep you guys updated on that. And I think that's going to do it for this week's show. Don't forget, if you like the show, you like the channel, don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think about any of these stories. And uh, we will hit you guys up next time. Thanks so much for watching.
1: Talk to you later. See you next week.